Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb, you know, our trusted partner, Tyrac.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Kumo Majesty 9 Solus TA91. But did you know they sell other automotive products, wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few? Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to Tyrac.com slash sports. Tyrac.com, that's the way tire buying should be. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Boom, what up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you from the City of Angels. Uh, There are lots of things that I try and um, implore upon you, that there are no more secrets, there are only facts yet to be revealed, that you cannot fool players. Can't fool them. You can fool the media, you can fool front office members, you can even fool coaches. You ask players when the microphone's not on, and uh, they often will tell you uh, the most logical truth about different players, about different situations, because they know more about their chosen craft than you and I ever could hope to. Can't fool players. Um, can't fool players. Are no more secrets, only facts yet to be revealed. Common sense is not really all that common. And uh, here's one. You've got to have a rabbi in the room. You've got to have a rabbi in the room. What does that mean? What are you talking about, Godly? It's Thursday. I just, this is like my last weekend before football is on television. You realize that? 
this is the last weekend that football is not on your television? Granted, not great football next weekend with the Hall of Fame game, but it is still football. Like, oh, man, I can bet on it. If you're betting on preseason football, it's like you're betting on WNBA. You have a problem. Anyway. You're trying to think less, and I'm going to implore you to think more. Because it relates to your job or to any new job that you might think about taking. you got to have somebody in the room, in the decision-making room, wherever that new job is, that knows you, understands you, doesn't just want the good in you, understands that, look, we all have things that set us off. We all have a downside. Even the Schwartz had a downside, right? Force has a downside. The Schwartz had a downside. And if you don't believe me, look at Cardell Jones. Cardell Jones, of course, uh, a backup and a project with the Buffalo Bills is only there one year, and yesterday he's traded to the San Diego Chargers. Now, there's a litany of reasons it's interesting. One, it tells us that the look they took at RG3, uh, I say San Diego Chargers, sorry, old habits die hard. They've yet to play a game as the L.A. Chargers. But we told you they just wanted to take a look at RG3, and that look told them they should go elsewhere. RG3 failed to impress, and Cardell Jones, new head coach, Anthony Lynn came from the Buffalo Bills organization last year. In other words, Anthony Lynn, the head coach of the Chargers, is in fact his rabbi in the room. Hey, we need a backup quarterback. We need somebody young. We need somebody who has potential to learn from Phillip Rivers. Phillip Rivers will join us at 2 o'clock Pacific Coast time, 5 o'clock East Coast time here on the Doug Gottlieb Show. We need somebody who can learn from Phillip so that maybe, maybe if Phillip needs a game off, maybe if he goes down with injury, he doesn't usually get hurt, or maybe in the, in the not-so-distant future, we would have another option because we simply don't have one right now. They looked at RG3. The look went so well that they turned elsewhere. And they turned to a player that the head coach worked with last year, knew last year, and feels like has more potential for success within their system than RG3. Conversely, the reason Buffalo would let him go, they have a new general manager, a new head coach, two guys that have no ties to Cardell Jones, and so with no ties, there is no rabbi, there is no one preaching the virtues of Cardell Jones in the room that is the Buffalo Bills. You understand the rabbi in the room? You look at players who leave places, and oftentimes they go to uh, they go to a new team that has a position coach or a coordinator or even a head coach who coached them previously. Like, what is the what's the thought on Kirk Cousins? Where will he go next? Everyone says that when he's a free agent, the team that will look hardest at him, will throw the most money at him, is in San Francisco. Why is that? Because Kyle Shanahan, once upon a time, was his offensive coordinator in D.C. with the Redskins, right? In other words, Kyle Shanahan, the head coach of the Niners, is the rabbi in the room. Do we understand the concept? Good. The Baltimore Ravens um, are, at least in the short term, in need of a viable option at quarterback. They're in need of a viable option at quarterback. And they're in need of a viable option because Joe Flacco has a bad back. And Joe Flacco is likely to miss uh, most, if not all, of training camp. And um, the Baltimore Ravens offensive coordinator is Greg Roman. Their head coach is John, not Jim, John Harbaugh. 
but John's brother is Jim, and Greg Roman was the OC in San Francisco when Colin Kaepernick was at his peak. So I look at this, and look, you got Ryan Mallett there as the backup, who has not shown himself to be a true starter in this league. He's had multiple opportunities to to do so. Was first in New England, then in Houston, and has bounced around ever since. Has many of the attributes, arm strength, size, of a starter, but no one, there's no clamoring for Ryan Mallett to be the starter. This is the perfect opportunity for Colin Kaepernick. Because the only way in which he gets a job is if somebody can swear by Colin Kaepernick, hey man, he's actually a really good guy. Hey man, he's actually super talented. You know what? I actually like Kaepernick. And the only people who can do that are people who coached him previously. And though it's not Jim, it's John. I mean, tell me they haven't talked. And Greg Roman, no one knows him better, the good and even the bad, than people that have worked with him before. He has rabbis in the room. And so I, I, I make this statement. If Colin Kaepernick isn't signed by the Ravens, who's going to sign him? Who's going to sign him? Do you remember when Matt Flynn was a free agent? Matt Flynn was the backup quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers did not play the final game of the regular season. This is going back. How long has Russell Wilson been a quarterback? Like four or five years and five years in the NFL. So Russell Wilson is still in college. Matt Flynn throws uh, five touchdown passes in the last game of the regular season. And there was a clamoring for Matt Flynn to be the starter. Uh, Matt Hasselbeck was the longtime backup in Green Bay. He leaves, goes to Seattle, takes Seattle takes Seattle all the way to a Super Bowl. Remember that? And so because of it, there's the idea that, hey, Matt Flynn's a free agent. He can be a starter elsewhere. His offensive coordinator leaves and takes a job as the head coach of the Miami Dolphins. You guys, everybody remember this? Okay. So, um... He ends up signing with the Seattle Seahawks. The Dolphins did not offer him a deal that matched up with the Seattle Seahawks. Flynn ends up getting beaten out by Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, of course, ends up taking the Seattle Seahawks to two Super Bowls, winning one of them. The rest, as they say, is history. Flynn ultimately returned to Green Bay. But the point was this. When your offensive coordinator leaves, goes to the Miami Dolphins, Dolphins at the time were in need of a quarterback, and he doesn't sign Matt Flynn, it tells you what he really thinks of Matt Flynn. He had a rabbi in the room, and that rabbi did not stand up and go, I bless this, co- this player to be a starter on my team. Like It actually cuts both ways. It would make a ton of sense if John Harbaugh, armed with Greg Roman as offensive coordinator, needing a starting caliber quarterback, reaches out, and gets Colin Kaepernick. Rabbi in the room calls Jim. Jim says he's good. Roman says he's good. I know how to make it work. I can talk Colin down off the idea. He's not going to be the long-term starter. We know it's Flacco's position, but we really value him, really need him. Get him into camp. Let's get him up and going. But if they don't, if they don't, you already have these other knocks against him. Has had knee surgery. Has had shoulder surgery. Hasn't really been an elite quarterback going back in the last three years. Plus, whatever you think of the protest, it is some level of distraction. And no one he says tells everybody wants to be a starter, doesn't want to be a backup, means also starter money, although he hasn't told anybody what he'll play for. If guys that know you and supposedly have all the background of your best moments in the NFL, as Greg Roman does, 
and they don't sign you in their need of a quarterback, it tells the rest of the league, stay the hell away. So another saying we have is, the league tells you all you need to know. You may think a guy isn't a starter, but the league tells you. You may think a guy is not worth a certain amount of money, but the league tells you. That's because you're, you're worth what somebody's willing to pay you. Your car is worth what somebody's willing to pay for it. Anything you have is only worth what some. It's not what the book value is. It's what somebody's actually willing to pay. And the league will tell you. And if his rabbi in the room doesn't come through for him and offer him a deal, the league will then back away and the league will tell you, forget protest. We don't think we can entrust him to be our starter. The rabbis in the room didn't and we'll follow suit. Here's Jared Harbaugh, head coach of the Ravens, talking kind of openly about having conversations with Colin Kaepernick previous to this news. You know, I've known Colin really, you know, through my brother for many years and uh, we've talked and then got to know him really well when they scrimmaged here. And he and I have been talking, you know, throughout the summer a number of times. And we've had some great conversations on the phone. I mean, it's really been a pleasure to talk to him and get to know him. And, you know, I like history and politics and stuff, too. So, you know, we've had some debates and it's been fun. And, uh, and he's a great guy. And uh, he's a guy right now that's uh, that's uh, being talked about. And we'll just we'll just see what happens with that. I think that's uh, it'll all be speculation right now. But uh, but I think he's a really good football player. And as I said at the owners meetings, I do believe he'll be playing in the National Football League this year. Yeah, I, look, I believe he'll be playing. Well, you need a quarterback, right? Your coordinator was his coordinator in San Francisco, right? Your your brother coached him, and he took your brother to a Super Bowl and NFC Championship game, right? Like if it doesn't happen now. He's not getting back in this league because the rest of the league is like, whoa, wait a second. Why wouldn't the Ravens sign him? Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. So my dad started a travel basketball program before it was AU basketball and they coach AU basketball. And uh, I remember when Jared Dudley, who really wanted to go to Oregon. That was actually his dream school. I don't know like if he shared that on national radio. Um, he may have shared that with me before. Uh, uh, Jared Dudley was also a little bit, let's just say, pudgy in high school. And so West Coast schools didn't recruit him. He went and played with another West Coast guy, Craig Smith, at Boston College. Had a great career. Both end up in the NBA. He's still in the league playing with the Phoenix Suns. And he was, like so many of his former AAU players, uh, he was he was watching to see Zion Williamson last night. First time to see him in the West Coast play against the big baller brand. He joins us now on the Doug Gottlieb show. Did you watch in person or did you watch online? Online. Yeah. Uh, all NBA players have been hearing about Zion and all his highlights. And he looks like LeBron in his highlights. And uh, he's definitely got all the hype and going to be a pretty good player. So I wanted to just, you know, just like everyone else, live streaming it. Okay, so, like, look, we've seen showcase games before. It's, it feels like there's more showcase games now than real games uh, back when you played. And then, of course, when I played, like, a decade before you played, like, the games used to, they used to be you lose. At some point, you lose and go home. Now it's like you lose and you just go play another, another game. Uh, all right, so let's start with Zion. Were you able to get a real sense of how good a player he was considering there wasn't much defense, there wasn't much offense, it was just really up and down? Uh, a little bit. Uh, I saw Lavar basically triple teaming him. Um, his his uh, strategy as a coach is to junk up the game, full court press, hope the team plays sloppy and and, and, and play your style. Uh, but Zion to me is a three four hybrid. 
um, cannot shoot the ball right now, but that's something you can improve. Uh, I just think right now he's more physically mature and grown than everyone else, kind of like a Julius Randle uh, in Kentucky. Uh, you know what he reminds me of? Has- wait, wait, I, and, and this is before you. Uh, do you remember Shea Cotton? Yes. There's a lot of Shea Cotton to him, right? With left-handed. Now, he's, he's a lot thicker than Shea was. Yes. But but left-handed, kind of in between positions, doesn't shoot it really that well, but handles it really well and explosive at the rim. And I, I just, I, I wonder with the way the NBA is trending, like I know you you can obviously improve. Nobody's as good a shooter at at at, 50, at 17 as they are at 20 and 21. Uh, Shea Cotton was the name I most thought of when I, was, when I saw him play last night. I'm with you on that. But when you get a guy that's this athletic early, and that can score so easy in high school basketball, his shooting, he's not going to be able to need to be able to shoot to get to the NBA. And that's why where the coaching as well, on Twitter last night was going off where to put these guys in the right position fundamentally, he, he can handle the basketball. He actually has a good IQ of playing the way. Uh, but sometimes it's lost in the AAU because I caught it late. I didn't really play AAU basketball to my junior, senior year. And I do a high school camp now that I have all the best players from San Diego. Jalen Hands is going to UCLA. Mm-hmm. Every every team, every every city has a, a hundred AAU teams. Yeah, no, it's crazy. They don't practice. They go to these games, and it's a pickup. There was a one play called last night. <laughs> um, wait, did you play for Rockfish? Who did you play for? I played for EBO. Oh, EBO. And then my senior year, uh, I played for the Pumps. I never met Jordan Farmer, uh, Nick Young, and I just I just showed up on their team. But those kids knew how to play, you know, and, and even as flashy as Nick is, Nick uh, defensively would kind of get after at times, but he, he, he knew how to move the ball. And uh, we beat uh, Dwight Howard, Josh Smith, and Atlanta Celtics in the finals. Yeah, the Atlanta, Celt- Atlanta, Celtics, Atlanta Celtics were were absolutely loaded kind of back in the day. Uh, Jared Dudley joining us. All right, so as a former player and a former AAU guy, uh, a former AAU player that made it to college and made it to the pros, like my take was like, I, I don't think that's how all AAU basketball is even now, but that's what people will think all AAU basketball is, and I, I feel like it's a bad look for the sport. What's your take as an NBA player? Definitely a bad look uh, in the sense of the style of play, and the reason why we see that because these are two of the best upcoming players in the country. So that's why we're going to spot shout and watch this game. Do I think every game is like that? No. Do I think that the general? Yeah, I think the general is less uh, fundamental, more athletic now, which is not a problem of being athletic. We just got to incorporate because kids are coming into college earlier, I mean, and getting into the pros earlier, 19, and you see all of them coming. But you don't, you guys don't hear the stories of them only lasting one or two years and having to go overseas or not making it, those kids. So I think generally NBA players then look at that game high. They looked at the uh, athletic ability of uh, – a Zion and to see how he's going to develop. But besides that, not really. Uh, you mentioned how, you know, you, you played two different AAU programs. Um, I do feel like some of how guys change teams in AAU now more so than like when I was, when I was coming up, I think that plays out in college with all the transfers. And I think it's part of what allows guys to look outside their teams in the NBA. Do you think the kind of AAU team switching mentality is one of the things that's, that's led players to not being afraid to switch teams in the NBA? Uh, somewhat, uh, especially with the generation coming up in, in mind where you played against these guys in junior high, you played against them in AAU and high school. Uh, I would say even now, think of high school basketball. In San Diego, there's a rule. You can transfer and not have to sit out. 
So now a kid who doesn't get playing time, instead of working his butt off in the summer and showing the coach, the parents are taking him out and trying to take him to this school so he can play 20 minutes. I got to deal with uh, AAU coaches saying, hey, I'll bring my kids to your camp, but I want them to play in the elite division, even though they're not elite. So I agree with you is the AAU basketball, especially more, as you saw LeBron teaming up and now Kevin Durant, it'll happen even more because these players are so used to each other changing teams all the time. Uh, okay, so there's lots of discussions about your team, the Phoenix Suns, making a move to acquire Kyrie Irving. Give, give us the inside scoop. Like, are you helping Kyrie pick out a new house in Scottsdale? I don't, I don't think it's going to happen. I think the Suns are content with this youth movement in the sense of uh, if you trade for Kyrie, and you give up a couple of your young assets, a Josh Jackson, a pick, it hurts you long-term. Kyrie's very good, but the question is, can, can Kyrie be a franchise guy by himself to make everyone, to take everyone to the next level? And that's the question mark. We, we all know he's an elite skill player, top five, top seven point guard, and he hits big shots. But I don't know if it's worth mortgaging your whole future. And Suns are on a two- to three-year plan to eventually, when Golden State's coming down, they're coming up in their prime years with their young guys. And I don't know if Kyrie is the fit. He's a great player, but the question is the fit. Uh, okay, so what's your reaction when you hear a guy who's been to three straight NBA Finals want, wants to wants to move to a different team? Now, it hasn't just been the Suns. There's been talk of, uh, talk of the Knicks. There's been talk of the Spurs. But, like, give me the real sense in the NBA when it's it's been said Kyrie Irving wants to be traded. And, look, the Cavs had a press conference yesterday, and not once did they say, we are not trading him. He doesn't – no one has denied this story. And so once it gets a week out, it's obviously a, 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 an accurate story. What's your reaction been to that story? I, I think he lacks perspective uh, in the sense of – I understand you might want your own team. I understand that you, you want to be your own guy, which is fine. I, I think that in sports, it's about winning. It's not about a brand. You already have a great brand. LeBron has a great brand. So does uh, Russell Westbrook. This is about winning titles. And you have a great opportunity where you've already won one. You might not be the favorite, but you're going to be in the finals unless an injury happens, knock on wood. I, I think that the immaturity of such a young age of wanting to do that, that's going to happen. LeBron could leave in a year, and people think that he's going to be stranded. He actually would have more leverage next year because he'd be in his final year of his deal. Now they can trade him to Indiana, Utah, wherever he wants to. That, that list that he named, throw that list out the wall. They're not listening to him. They're listening to the best deal, and that it might be one of those teams. I, I just think, hey, sometimes when you get all the success and you get all the fame and the notoriety, which you wouldn't have gotten if LeBron wasn't there, sometimes it can get to a kid's head. I don't know if it's his head. Um, but you know what? Regardless, he's going to be successful. He's a good player. I just think that he has a uh, once-in-a-lifetime opportunity playing with LeBron getting championships. Jared Dudley from the Phoenix Suns, giving us all things, giving us AU, giving us his AAU thoughts and uh, giving us his thoughts on Kyrie Irving. Uh, <laughs> Jared, great stuff, man. Thanks for joining us. Thanks a lot, man. Talk to you later. All right, that's Jared Dudley. Uh, that's the most honest current NBA player I've, I've ever heard. I, look, I don't, I don't agree with everything he said, but like, there's a dude in the league who's like, nah, I don't think it's going to happen. They're going to youth move. The, the one thing about the, the Suns deal is this. Um, what he's talking about is the Suns don't want to part with Josh Jackson. The Cavs have asked for Josh Jackson to be included in the trade. Remember, just because you ask for Josh Jackson and you don't get him doesn't mean that the Cavs won't ultimately have to make want to make that deal. right? You always ask for more than you – it's a negotiation. 
how much do you want to how much you want to sell your house for? You always list it for more than you expect to get for it. At least that's how I roll. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. There's a reality at some point that settles in, right? Like uh I you know, you go through this when when you move. Like the boxes are all put away and you wake up and you're like, "Wait, this is my new home." Right? There's a new coffee place. There's new neighbors. There's new, like you take your kids to a new school. It be, kind of becomes a reality. I'm wondering if that reality has set in with the LA Chargers. Right? They haven't yet played a game in Carson where they're going to play for the next couple of years. They, they're just now getting to camp in Costa Mesa. It's a new, but it's still, it's not, I don't know. Let's catch up with the, uh, the, uh, one of the all time great quarterbacks. In NFL history, let alone in San Diego Charger history, now an L.A. Charger quarterback. Philip Rivers joins us on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Has it set in yet that L.A., that Orange County is the home, even though you haven't yet to actually play a game in Carson? Having a little trouble with the cell phone connection. We'll reconnect We'll, we'll reconnect with, uh, with Philip Rivers who joins us. That's what happens, you know, when you're caught somewhere in between San Diego and Orange County. Um. You end up getting you end up that that's in that San Onofre used to be a nuclear uh, power plant. Now it's probably a cell phone, uh, dead cell phone area. That's really what it kind of comes comes down to. That happened to me. All right, Philip Rivers joins us on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Has it set in yet that you're no longer a member of the San Diego Chargers? It's now really Los Angeles. Has the reality set in? Hey, Doug. Yeah, good to talk to you. Sorry about the connection. Uh, it's settling in. I tell you, I just got a picture. Actually, our equipment manager, Bob Wick, just sent me a picture of uh, our lockers at our training camp site. We're about uh, about 48 hours away from reporting, and uh, and so it's starting to settle in. I mean, it's been 13 years since I've reported to a training camp or going to a facility, going to a practice field, that I literally am going to have to punch in on my phone how to get there. So it's it's starting to settle in. I think the newness and the unknown adds a little bit of nervous, nervousness to me. I mean, and, but the excitement also it also adds the excitement. Yeah, I mean, now how how far was it from, you live in North County in San Diego. How far was it from your house to, to the facility before? It was twenty twenty between twenty and twenty two minutes on a good day. I love that. Between I, I love the exactness of it. So, like, have you driven this one? Because I know it's probably what four hundred five to seventy three. You got to make sure you do the seventy three. Don't go cheap and go away from the toll road now. Um, uh, there's no doubt. Uh, got to do seventy three. So, what is it? About forty forty five minutes? I think it's a little longer than that. I think we're pushing a little over an hour, but um, it's not terrible. It's not terrible. It's just a matter of getting to that seventy-three. Once you get there, you know you're home free. You are home free. You are home free. I will. War- I will warn you that though you're Philip Rivers and you're a, a future Hall of Famer to the rest of us, I'm not sure if the Orange County, um, if the hypo knows exactly how big a thing you are. Seventy-three. They do have some guys with lights on their roofs. Make sure you make sure you keep it under about seventy-four there. Okay. Okay, I'm just, I got it. Thanks, telling, for, the, telling you, thanks for the heads up on telling that. Telling you from, pers- from personal experience. Um, I'm wondering, though, if as as hard as last season was, with all those games that you led in the fourth quarter and you guys had slip away, if it's not if it's not better that you start anew in a new – like, I know you guys didn't want to leave San Diego, and because the stadium couldn't get built, the team decided to move. But you kind of needed something new considering how many games you gave away last year. Is that is that fair? You know, I think so. I, I really do, especially for our young guys. You know, our young guys, 
you know, let's say our guys have been here only two years. We've been four, twelve, five, and eleven, and then even guys that have only been here a few years since you know went to the playoffs in thirteen and, and won a playoff game. But there's only a handful of guys that that were here when it was rocking at Qualcomm, and this environment here was awesome. The last few years, and and largely due to our performance, plus all the stadium saga. It, it hasn't been an environment that's been like, ooh, this is awesome, you know? So for those guys, you throw in losing and having two terrible seasons and all that was going on and stadium half full, I think for those guys, even more so, the change-up is like, yeah, let's let's do something new. You know what I mean? So I yeah. think even them, they're even more excited. They don't have the memories that me and Antonio and all of us had of it down in San Diego. So uh, it, there's a lot that adds to, that adds to it, but I, I agree with you, and I think the new venue, the new chain, some of that freshness uh, may, be, may be good for us. And then if we can just stay healthy, I believe we can, uh, we can do a lot of good things this year. Yeah, poor Keenan Allen, right? Like two years in a row getting hurt, and a guy who everybody thinks can be a superstar now trying to get back healthy. I want to ask about you, your, your own performance. Like, look, there's other factors. Keenan getting hurt changes – it changes the progression of, you know, who's your number one, your number two becomes your number one. You've had other injuries. Antonio being suspended started last year as well. That hurts you guys. Um, you know, Melvin as a as a rookie was not as good as he was last year. Melvin is a second-year player. But you personally struggled for the first time in a long time to, to maintain the football. Like, you had 21 interceptions. You had turnover issues. I know it's not all you. I know there's offensive line issues. But what have you been able to go back in the film – and pick up that's going to allow you to get back to the form of the previous decade. Yeah, well, I mean, I, you said it, and I think that's the number one thing I got to improve on is is, is protecting the football, and, and I, I know that's a priority for every quarterback. It's one I took great pride in. Uh, not that I've been the best in the league, but I, I've been pretty good uh, over the last decade, as you mentioned. But I got to do a better job of that. And 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 and, and you know, at first, I mean, shoot, and I don't shy away from it. I got to, I, ultimately the ball comes out of my hand, and it needs to end up in our receiver's hands or in nobody's. But every interception has a story, and and I and, and that doesn't make me making any excuses for him. But um, it could have been 28 interceptions last year. Dang sure it could have been 12. You know, I mean, I, you just, that's the way it goes sometimes. Uh, that doesn't make it okay. Uh, I'm, I'm accountable for each and every one of them. And I watch every pass of every season, every year in the spring, early winter, and, uh, and kind of chart everything and go through oh, what, how was all my footwork? How was I on the decision? Was it just a bad throw? What could I have done differently? Did I just miss it? Uh, you know, all those things. And uh, ultimately for me, believe it or not, going into year 14, it was if I take the correct drop, correct footwork, if I stay right there in the pocket and, and use those mechanics and drills that we've all done for our whole life, that, I, that I'm really, really is an asset of mine that I'm good at, then usually good things happen. And when I venture out and do a little bit different drop and a little bit different and get a little careless movement or move too soon, then usually bad things happen. And so I think for me it's just been that go back to that, very fine little details and uh, don't get bored with them and know that ultimately there's a direct correlation and usually uh, good or bad things happening when you get out there on Sunday or, or Monday. Um, all right. So you got, you got Wiz back as your offensive coordinator. Um, w- what does this do to change your offense? What, what, what changes will we are, are tangible that we can see? Obviously it's far different for, for you, but for us as fans, you get reunited with Ken Wiz and Hunt. What should we expect? Yeah, well, I think you're you're, you're going to from a from a from a uh, schematic standpoint, it's going to look the same on the outside, and, I, and in many ways, it's, it's it's been the same on the inside. Having him here, uh, you know, uh, a few years ago, and then back last year. I mean, I, it's. Uh, 
it's good. He and I have a really good relationship. He and I have a great deal of trust in one another. So there's a lot of time spent throughout the week on, on in the preparation of, of different checks. If we see this, what do you think about this? If you see that, what do you think about that? And, and he's, he's I, I don't like using the word freedom, but he's great with giving me that quote unquote freedom to, Oh, you see this? Yeah, go for it. Go for it. Not that he's just saying, yeah, do whatever you want out there. It's stuff we've talked about, but it's, I think there's that trust that's grown through games and games and practices and meetings. And so uh, he's a great manager of people. He's great in front of the room and, and kind of keeping that whole offensive unit on track. So um, I'm excited, excited that Wiz is, is, Wiz is here. And, um, and then coach Lynn comes in here and his, his demeanor and direction he's given us has been, has been great so far. So obviously we, we got to get into training camp and get going, but so far so good. All right. Mike Williams, not, not fully healthy but is a big play wide receiver. How difficult do you think it's going to be to get him integrated into what you want to do, catching passes from you, considering he's still not at optimal health to play early in the preseason? Well, he, he definitely is behind. I, I think I know Coach Lynn said it, and I, there's no denying it. I, I don't think that it's a matter of, gosh, I need to I need to throw him a slant or I need to throw him a hit. I need to really, really throw those because I don't know how long that's going to take. It's not about that. I think that you get figured out in about 30 minutes. But it's it's the, it's just the ins and outs of the offense and getting lined up and knowing all the different concepts. And just as I mentioned in the previous question, we may change a play that we didn't talk about or he didn't know or you know didn't know was coming in the middle of a drive and he's stuck in a slant receiver and can he can he do it quickly? And so I think that's where he's behind because he hasn't been out there in a practice field with us those last ten weeks and during those OTAs. So he's got some catching up to do, uh, but he's he's worked at it. He's been in those meetings and so he's he's had the playbook and so hopefully. Hopefully, first he can get healthy, and then he can find his way out there on the field and, and contribute because there's no question the big playability he brings and his size. Uh, but thankfully, those, uh, you know, Dontrell Inman, Keenan Allen, Tyrell Williams, Travis Benjamin, those four we got back and, uh, and made a bunch of plays for us last year. You, you mentioned, uh, you know, you mentioned Antonio Gates, and I'm, I watch you guys, uh, you know, every weekend. And, I mean, like, he's not fast. He was never fast, but now he's really not fast. How the hell does he get open? Like, how does it work where a guy at, at, a, at a sport to which when you can't run, you can't play, how is Antonio Gates still doing it at this stage in his career? Well, I tell you, I, 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 he he run he, he still he still runs better than better than you give him credit for. But I tell you, I mean, you look you look at a guy, uh, you look at the guy each and every week, and he just you said he finds a way to get open. He's great at great at his body position, and really, what I think ultimately, yes, he he was very talented, and he is, you know, I don't want to I don't want to. Hopefully, we're gonna he's gonna be the all time touchdown tight end receptions history of the NFL. He didn't play college football, I mean, so I mean that gives me chill saying it so I mean it's unbelievably accomplished and I could say a lot about the physical traits and all that he has but I think the one thing that really separates him is the man hates to lose he, he, he is the, he is the biggest he's the competitive of guys I've ever been around it doesn't matter if you're playing a game of dominoes if you're arguing about any star <laughs> the man the man wants to win and I think that's what still uh, drives him today is the last few years you know, he hadn't been very good, and he hates losing. And so he's he's excited and, and seems rejuvenated about giving it another go and, and helping us and contributing and and, then, uh, and being a big part of it. Since 06, you have missed a game. Have missed one. And then the, 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 the studies come out this week that 111 uh, donated brains donated to science, 110 of them 
had CTE. I'm at some point, like, you know, look, you have eight kids. You are a, a true family man. And at some point, your family has to have had a discussion about how long they want dad to do this. Did you guys have that discussion after those findings came out early, early this week? We uh, we haven't had the conversation in the last few days based on those findings. We've you know you talk about those things when different studies come out and and more and more attention has been brought to it. Um, I and I don't dare want to sound insensitive to those who have suffered from CTE or uh, any of those 111 in those studies and the many many more that I'm sure have been affected both from football and unrelated to football. Uh, but as it, as it relates to me, I just, I, uh, I don't, I don't think, you know, again, and I guess, I guess maybe I'm naive, but I think um, in the position I play and uh, the hits I've absorbed, I just don't feel like I'm, I'm at, I'm at great, great risk um, from a, from a head trauma standpoint. And maybe people are listening going, well, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard about. I just, I haven't, I haven't, has felt having had any vis, visible, uh, you know, physically tangible, uh, you know, um, symptoms of any trauma. And shoot, I'm thankful for that. I know it can happen on the very next hit of the very next game. But um, so I'm, I'm sensitive to it. I'm aware of it all. But uh, I feel I feel like I'm in a safe place as far as our our plan on playing and and moving forward as we as we carry on. Now you wear that groove ring, right? You wear that it's a silicon wedding ring. Did you yeah. always yeah. Now, did you used to wear like the metal ring because I remember I'm trying to think who who it was that used to always I uh, uh Fitzpatrick used to wear like the metal ring before like all you guys wear this groove yeah. ring that's that's that silicon. Is that the one you've always worn? Yeah, no, I mean, I was always wearing the metal ring, too. I always took it off of weights or either beat it up in the weight room. I always took it off for games, and you're always, you know, you're always on and off, on and off. And then you lose it. That's how, that's how I lost my first my first two no rings question. was the weight room. Yeah, no question. Or, shoot, I hope I didn't leave it in the locker in, in San Francisco or wherever you're playing, right. you know, okay. <laughs> as, you're, as you're getting dressed. But, no, it's awesome. And, it's, it's, and, it, and it really is uh, – it's breathable. It's uh, shoot. They make them now in so many different colors, and they they have the have the real look, the real uh, ring look to it if you want it or whatever however you want it. But it's uh, you know it doesn't sweat. It doesn't really. I don't even know it's on there. Uh, but yeah. So now I don't take it off. I play, lift, run, swim, kids picking up babies, everything. So it's uh, it's awesome. And their biggest thing is about commitment. You know the commitment you're showing by wearing your wedding ring all the time, and and they uh, they've committed. Uh, lifetime warranty to you. So if you do lose it or something crazy does happen, even to the groove ring, you'll have another one sent right back to you. Most important question I can ask you. Uh, the old TV show is eight is enough. Is eight enough? Are you guys going back for nine or ten? You guys going full Duggars on us with these kids? Or you done at eight? <laughs> I don't, I don't, well, here's the first part of that answer. I don't think we catch the Duggars. Uh, but second part is we just we're we're just open. God God's in control. We'll see we'll see what happens. But we're very blessed with eight so far, and there's no news about number nine at this point. <laughs> All right, I appreciate. it. Look forward to seeing you on the field. We'll be down there in Costa Mesa soon. Uh, make sure you keep it below ninety on that seventy three. They they will get you. Doesn't matter how many touchdown passes you throw. They don't care in South Orange County. Uh, they will lot you up. Philip, we'll talk to you real soon. All right. All right, Doug. Hey, is it under nine and you're fine? You think in the seventies you're fine? Uh, I think, yeah, I think 74, you're okay. I think that's that's what okay. I've been told. But, I mean, what happens is you get in that 73 and there's nobody there, and you're like, man, I can punch it, and then all of a sudden they light you up. So I think under nine, you're fine. I mean, look, you're Phillip Rivers. You. you could probably go 14 over. You could probably go 79, you'd be okay. I'm just set the cruise at 74, and you'll be all right. <laughs> 
Hey, we're, I'm forward and five eleven the past two years. You mentioned the 20 interceptions. I'm, I'm getting no slack to win some games. Go win some games. I appreciate it, Phil. See you, Doug. Philip, Philip Rivers joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show. God's in control. Man, eight, that's a lot. It's a lot. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.